cried Dick. I just feel as if it's the right place somehow. It sounds sort of adventurous. Oh, you always say that wherever you go, said Daddy with a laugh. All right, I'll ring up now and see if there's any chance. They had all finished their breakfast and they got up to wait for Daddy to telephone. He went out into the hall and they heard him putting the call through. I hope it's all right for us, said Julian. I wonder what Georgina's like. Funny name, isn't it? More like a boy's than a girl's. So, she's eleven, a year younger than I am. Same age as you, Dick, and a year older than you, Anne. She ought to fit in with us all right. The four of us ought to have a fine time together. Daddy came back in about ten minutes' time, and the children knew at once that he had fixed up everything. He smiled round at them. Well, that's settled, he said. Your Aunt Fanny is delighted about it. She says it will be awfully good for Georgina to have company because she's such a lonely little girl, always going off by herself. And she will love looking after you all. Only you'll have to be careful not to disturb your Uncle Quentin. He's working very hard and he isn't very good-tempered when he's disturbed. We'll be as quiet as mice in the house, said Dick. Honestly, we will. Oh, goody, goody. When are we going, Daddy? Next week, if Mother can manage it, said Daddy. Mother nodded her head. Yes, she said. There's nothing much to get ready for them. Just bathing suits and jerseys and jeans. They all wear the same. How lovely it will be to wear jeans again, said Anne, dancing round. I'm tired of wearing school tunics. I want to wear shorts or a bathing suit and go bathing and climbing with the boys. Well, you'll soon be doing it, said Mother with a laugh. Remember to put ready any toys or books you want, won't you? Now, not many, please, because there won't be a great deal of room. Anne wanted to take all her fifteen dolls with her last year, said Dick. Do you remember, Anne? Weren't you funny? No, I wasn't said Anne, going red. I love my dolls, and I just couldn't choose which to take, so I thought I'd take them all. There's nothing funny about that. And do you remember the year before Anne wanted to take the rocking horse, said Dick with a giggle. Mother chimed in. You know, I remember a little boy called Dick, who put aside one teddy bear, three toy dogs, two toy cats, and his old monkey to take down to Paul's Eath one year, she said. Then it was Dick's turn to go red. He changed the subject at once. Daddy, are we going by train or by car? he asked. By car, said Daddy. We can pile everything into the boot. Well, what about Tuesday? That would suit me well, said Mother. Then we could take the children down, come back, and do our own packing at leisure, and start off for Scotland on the Friday. Yes, we'll arrange for Tuesday. So, Tuesday it was. The children counted the days eagerly, and Anne marked one off the calendar each night. The week seemed a very long time in going, but at last Tuesday did come. Dick and Julian, who shared a room, woke up at about the same moment and stared out of the nearby window. It's a lovely day! Hooray! cried Julian, leaping out of bed. I don't know why, but it always seems very important 
that it should be sunny on the first day of a holiday. Let's wake Anne. Anne slept in the next room. Julian ran in and shook her. Wake up! It's Tuesday and the sun's shining. Anne woke up with a jump and stared at Julian joyfully. It's come at last, she said. I thought it never would. Oh, isn't it an exciting feeling to go away for a holiday? They started soon after breakfast. Their car was a big one, so it held them all very comfortably. Mother sat in front with Daddy, and the three children sat behind, their feet on two suitcases. In the luggage plate at the back of the car were all kinds of odds and ends, and one small trunk. Mother really thought they had remembered everything. Along the crowded London roads they went, slowly at first, and then, as they left the town behind, more quickly.